is killing me gm gm everybody hope everybody's having an awesome day ready to do this dot spot thing i know uh hello, hey, hello everyone. what's up natty what's up thank, thank you for killing the silence natty the baddie <laughs> in the house <laughs> oh i think we have so much to talk about today guys i'm super excited so let's i don't know if you want to wait for more people or if you don't want to do your favorite housekeeping uh what do you think funky um, yeah, I mean, it's totally up to you. You're the leader of the space. It's, it's your call. Um, I'm just continuing to bring people up here as they request. So. For sure. So, uh, let's try to keep this space for one, one hour, just like we did last time. And I think by most requests, we decided to keep this space bi-weekly, not every week. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Maybe there's going to be a lot going on and we can do it every week but let's see for today i think i have uh, many new speakers people who want to speak uh new faces seek on the blog today uh hey enrique we can distort so thank you guys for support um so yeah what's what's happening does anyone want to say hi does anyone want to share what happened what's exciting let's go what's going on everyone happy to see everyone here definitely a busy start to the week funky Good to see you, brother. Likewise. I think uh, we all want to hear how was your Sub-Zero experience. With first eyes, I want to know what happened. Anything bullish? Any alpha you want to share? Um, if, you, if you're asking me, Natty, I'm actually in the process of retweeting the space with a silly GIF. So, <laughs> and, and yes, I pronounce it GIF because that's the way the creator called it. There was a huge argument on NFT God space, whether it was GIF or GIF. But anyhow, um, before we get really started, and if you guys haven't already done so, please lower right hand corner, you see that little comment bubble, click on that, like the space, comment on the space because or ask questions, that's gonna actually drive the algo, help push it in front of more people. Of course, reposting it is never gonna hurt as well. And let's try and get some more people in here. This is not just simply, we're trying to not only keep our Polkadot friends in here to talk about it, but I would, um, you know, I think it's gonna be important to draw in some of our fellow friends from cosmos and other you know interoperable systems just so we can have a great conversation about everything that's happening in our ecosystem but and in fact i can now i see jessica's here so she i, I will jessica if you're listening I, I promise i will not kick you off the stage because uh, i'd be curious to hear jessica's take you know she's a solana a solana uh and cosmos like those are her two primary ecosystems that she was in before she joined lucky friday so she going to sub zero was awesome because i got to meet her you know, in real life for the first time, we got to hang out a lot, although she got to hear me whine like an old man about my, my busted ass hip. But I think she'd be a great person to share sort of insights to, you know, um, what, what Sub-Zero is like, especially because she is someone who knows how to code. She's got technical skills that I don't. So I just sent her an invite. If you can't come up here, Jessica, because you're working, that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, I'll just turn it over and, and see if, if anybody else wants to come up before we get started. And otherwise I'll start sharing about Sub-Zero. Yeah. And before you guys start, I also want to announce that today I'm going to give away, uh, t-shirts from Coda.team team again. It's going to be three, three t-shirts this time. I send the link in the comments. So anyone who stays until the end of the space will have a chance to get it. I'm going to announce secret code, of course. So Yeah. Stay tuned. And I think it's going to be we, me and Coda team playing even more cool stuff for community, for normies. So um, this, this is going to be something cool. And yeah, if Jessica wants to join, I would love to hear her. She she just became also one of the Polkadot babes. I invited her to my Discord server. Um, and I'm actually, 
Actually, I want to say how much I'm happy for launching this initiative. I see so many women uh, got excited, got to know each other and reach out to me and saying, hey, Nati, let's just join our efforts and uh, do this do this um, initiative to connect all women. Uh, and f- I actually have so many guys there too, surprisingly, so many cans. Uh, and if anyone's still not there, you- you're welcome to join. <laughs> And I don't know, I'm all about woman empowerment, guys, uh, but I'm also, I'm not feminist. I believe like, like I respect everyone, but I also think feminine and masculine energies are important. So I always respect that. So I want to keep cans in our server, but also connect all women. Let's see how it goes. Um, so I'm probably rumbling here around. <laughs> if anyone would like to say something um, or share something, please Go ahead, or before before Funky, gonna share his experience. I guess it's a no, Funky. I guess you can just go ahead. No, no. Well, actually, because I, I I can't seem to like I've sent Jessica an, an invite to come up to speak, and she hasn't. And she said she sent me a request, and I'm not seeing it. So oh. I don't know if you see it. I don't see it. I, I don't see it ever. That's strange. Okay, I don't know if it's just space is glitching out. So um, I'm gonna try and send it to her again. Hopefully she's seeing it on her end, but because um, I'm not seeing any kind of requests coming up here. It, if anybody else has requested as well to come up and speak, just let us know in the comments um, because I'm not seeing them come through. But I, for the time being, oh, I think I will... she's good. She's good. I just see her. Oh, perfect. Okay, sweet. All right, so Jessica's here. So I, I'm gonna share my. T- you know, everybody knows me for the most part who who are in this room right now in this chat. You know, I've been around Polkadot for a long time. And so I'm curious to, you know, Jessica did share some with me as we were, when we were together at Sub-Zero, but I'm curious for your perspective, you know, just unabashed what you thought about the event, you know, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say that, you know, I told you this, but I'll say it to the space. The hardest thing for me coming into a polka dot event um, and being from another ecosystem is really just that Polkadot likes to use different terms for very common blockchain concepts. And there were some talks because of that, they were going a little bit over my head because I'd have to be like, okay, I've got to look this up. Like, what's this guy talking about? Um, and really just kind of like reorienting myself within the ecosystem. And I don't think like Dot's the only one that does that, but you get so used to Cosmos, everything's called a module. You get so used to Solana and its account structures. And that's just kind of the way you start thinking. Um, So I'd say that that was like my biggest shock factor about uh, Sub-Zero. I'm just going to comment on the back end of what Jessica was saying here, because this this literally happened to me. And I think this is the moment where Jessica had shared this with me. I, I've been in this ecosystem for over three years, right? And I know the jargon. And I, it was Sean, Web3 philosopher, was doing his presentation on ISMP. ISMP and he basically said something about pallets or your module. And that was the moment where it went off in my brain, like, wait a minute, like I hear all this time talks about like modules being added in Cosmos, like, oh, we just added the liquid staking Cosmos, or liquid staking module to the hub or whatever. And and that was where it clicked. I'm like, okay, so any kind of module that just gets added on, we just have a very specific term for it, palette, which I knew what a palette did, but that connection didn't happen for me until it was at Sub-Zero. So I could understand and empathize with Jessica's frustration at trying to come in because part of it like and i will say this about sub-zero i think they did a good job because i was surprised at how much i i was interested in they have starter spaces and builder spaces so like people who are been in the ecosystem know what they're knowing the jargon whatever they can be in those builder spaces but i went to some of those starter ones because they're trying to attract people from other ecosystems other devs and that's a problem and i think this is really good feedback coming from somebody like jessica that oh hey if we're bringing in other devs to the ecosystem but they don't even understand the technical jargon because we're using different words that's like great feedback so um you know i appreciated that she shared that with me did you happen to do the like smart contract walkthrough that some of the uh, parody folks were giving in the demo area no. Did you go see that? Was that the one with the ink stuff that you were Yeah, that was uh yeah. So they were giving a demo of like how to launch and build basic smart contracts using ink and in Rust. And that actually might have been one of the favorite things I did at Sub Zero 
because they were able to break it down to like very, very basic terms. And it was basically like, hey, if you know Rust, you can build here. This is it. This is all you have to know. Um, and I found that pretty powerful because it was also a great place to just get out all of the stupid questions and like silly technical stuff that you have. And the parody people were amazing. They were like really willing to get down and answer some like dirty and um, tough questions about the blockchain and building on it. So I loved that. They should have made the whole demo space like that. If we only knew beforehand, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's just like every demo space you have like maybe a third of the people who reserved a spot or just go like, oh, JK, we don't have anything to demo. We just won't show up. Um, and I was disappointed that like one talk I was really excited for because I want to use SubSquid, like I wanted to build on uh, some of their stuff. I couldn't find them <laughs> like at SubZero. I wanted to talk to them and meet their team, but you know, it happens. I'm, sh I'm sure we can get you connections to SubSquid for sure. Yeah, oh, of course. David? What's up, Enrique? Isn't that David? He's always. Yeah, it's, it's David. We can connect her no problem after the space. Yeah. That would be uh, that would be beautiful, but I'm formerly kind of a pretty big data nerd as well. I used to be at Flipside, uh, which is an analytics platform very similar to Dune, and anything that's like GraphQL, man, I'm gonna break this. Like I'm gonna build with it. I'm probably gonna break it too. It's just I love doing that. Oh, thank you, Jessica, for sharing your experience. I think it's important to see perspective from the third person because usually I feel like Polkadot is very in a bubble. Um, so I think that's really cool that you're sharing that and especially that you're a developer and technical person. Uh, kudos to you as well. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a fun experience. I also kind of wonder, and it's not just about Polkadot because I was at an event last year in Lisbon. How do we get like, the entire crypto community involved in coming to these events, especially when they're free, like Sub-Zero was. Um, because I know that there's just like a lot of people who are crazy good devs, like huge crypto community there in Lisbon. Yet there are so many people that just don't show up to these events. So really like tapping into that local talent as well, I think is super important. And I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I think it's very important to somehow make people motivated to make like biggest why, why should I come? What is it there for me to make it, it seem as simple as possible? Maybe giving some NFTs, I don't know, something, something simple, which we could use and utilize after. It doesn't have to be developers. I think like anyone who's in marketing has to be a normal person who understands um, like psychology of people. And it shouldn't be just be technical. I think that just yeah. drives people, oh, it drives people away. This is something that I have to give a big shot, uh, shout out to the Solana Foundation for. If you go to one of their hacker houses, they always have like a little NFT or an artist showcase and they'll help onboard artists to sell their art on the chain uh, right there in the hacker house. And they're very proactive about tapping into the local community. And I just think it's so cool because it changes the vibe and you've got some different people there. And it's not always that same type of character who's really great at building, but maybe is a little bit socially resident or just fits the stereotype of a dev. No, it's definitely, I think, um, NFTs is, I think is the best way to make people maybe more attracted or like, like art specifically, because I think NFTs is more like it's not just like flipping like something for profit. It can be also as art, you know, it's digital. You don't have to carry it. It doesn't have to be, take so much space and it's going to stay there forever. So maybe that's how we can attract more people by explaining them how that's a digital collectible. It's not NFT. When you, I feel like when you change the language, it makes a big difference. Yeah, I definitely agree there. All right. Um, Thank you so much for um, sharing with us. Um, what's up? Uh, I think chat, who is, who is sick on the block? Who is taking your account? Is it Justin or? It's Justin today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? Thank you for joining. No, we're doing great. Great. And thanks for having us. It's nice always to be with all of you. 
Um, you know, it's uh, lovely to start the week off with this as well. You know, after coming out of a nice long weekend, um, I think we all are good to nice, nicely collaborate and really see what's going on. It was uh, nice to hear the positive feedback we got from uh, some of our collective members of going to Sub-Zero and everything like that. Um, but obviously, now that the week is fresh, we're here and ready to see what comes across us this week in a new exciting adventure in crypto. Um, one of the big things I think uh, Jessica pointed out there was the lack of, I guess, other ecosystems and other builders from other areas uh, really connecting together. So that's like, you know, I'm not saying sick on the block as a whole is trying to take that on as the initiative. Um, but part of what we're trying to build, obviously, is that cross community and cross development network that's going to allow, you know, different builders and teams to cross communicate across different blockchains as we feel that that's important. Um, you know, like, again, we see everyone um, as acting on their own individual islands and their own individual communities and groups, which is great. Um, but like, obviously, for the space to flourish, we all need to collaborate and work together and bang ideas off of each other so we can really innovate in the space. Um, so, you know, hopefully in the next year or so or coming years, we can help be one of the supporters that can help bring teams together to get people more involved. Um, and we're always here to reach out and really connect people in this space to help, you know, facilitate those needs with people. No, that's definitely, that's very important. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Uh, if that, who doesn't know, Stick on the Block is a community building um, company, I would say. They grew very fast, like over two months, we already have 10,000 followers. And we help uh, to bring initiatives and uh, companies to grow communities. So if you need advice, where are the people? And speaking of like um, that we need to collaborate and thinking about, I think the biggest news which I saw last week is it was about Astar Network that right now we're going to employ Polygon solution. I saw where so, so many people took it very wrong, like, oh my God, we live in Polkadot, like this is so bad. But I think it's a great news because that's what we need for mass adoption. He's doing what's right for the Japan, for the business, because at the end of the day, he's founder and a business person. And I feel like he said that I think 20% of people use Polygon in Japan and 40% use Astar. So this way he can take 60% of market share just by com combining them together. People don't have to choose between two of them. They can just choose both of them together at the same time. And what, what's your thought, guys? I'm, I'm pretty bullish for Astar. I'm really happy for him. I think it was a really right move. I think it's awesome personally. Like I've been an Astar fan for a long time, back to like the Plasm days and like really seeing these business decisions and business developments being made for the best of the ecosystem, the project as a whole. I think it's very smart. Um, you know, like thinking that you just need to reside in one place isn't necessarily always the best business move. So when there's opportunity to pick up more market share and expand your brand and your, you know, your vision even further, um, you know, like, for people to think that it, it can hurt Polkadot in which any way, if anything, it just brings more opportunity for more eyes to come into Polkadot, in my opinion. So instead of people looking at it in the negative way, I think there's, you know, a glass half full and really to see like when when one team strives and goes forward, it's it benefits the whole ecosystem, the whole like blockchain as a whole. So to see these people grow, cross collaborate and cross pollinate, I think it's a fantastic thing that's happened. And I, I'm really bullish on Astar myself. Yeah, and if I can add to that, I think this goes back to what you were talking about, Jessica, which is we need to learn about other ecosystems and how they use their terminology. I don't think there's a better way to start no branching out your knowledge than what Astar's doing it by literally forcing you to know, like, okay, they're building a ZK EVM. What does that mean? Why are they doing that, right, from the technical side? But I think most importantly, at the end of the day, you can't expect people to be interested in what you have to offer if you don't first show interest in what they have to offer, and if we're going to continue to f have this, you know, wanting to be hole in the wall, kind of put ourselves in a corner situation, you're going to get those type of results, right, as a community. And so some of the things we've been doing at Alpha is literally learning, okay, because this news happened, what is, what is, what is a roll-up? in Ethereum look like, right? An optimistic rollup or a ZK rollup, and you get down the technicalities. And I'm not saying you have to know it, you know, by hand or down to the teeniest, tiniest details, but you at least need to know how e other ecosystems are, what they're involved in, how they're growing. So when Polkadot comes up in the conversation, you're not left there, 
being like, uh, well, you know, we have pair chains, right? And I've seen that happen, right? So you got to be able to be able to talk about your ecosystems related to other people so that you can get the conversation started, right? And I think community plays a huge role in that because we don't have a polka dot, quote unquote, you know, evangelist group that are hired to do this. It's up to us. Um, whether in, in how do you do this? Like, whatever you're good at, whether it's writing articles or, or gifts, right? GIFs, gifts, you know, whatever. Um, whatever you're good <laughs> at and you feel like you have a talent in doing, just start doing it and people will tag along, right? Sick is a great example of this. Community on the block. They knew that what they were doing was needed. They found a hole and they went in there and started filling and just educating people, spreading the word, sharing the news um, and doing different various ways. So the opportunity right now for you to help a team or get involved is huge. Like it's massive. There's such a huge need for that. Thank you, Enrique, for speaking. Uh, I think we all agree that marketing is really important. And I don't know, it's so, it's kind of frustrates me that Polkadot doesn't really care about marketing. I feel like we're all just in this bubble where like we just have a superior syndrome thinking we're the best, you know, and that's it. We don't have to prove anything to anyone. Like I get it, but I think, I don't know what, what, it, what are your first guys? I feel like if it's not up to them, maybe we have to make it happen. Make those spaces. If you like speaking, you can do podcasts. You can do spaces. If you like writing, you can go ahead and write. You just have to pick your platform, figure out your skill and contribute in any way you can. Well, I, before we um, get away from the Astar thing and because we're touching on marketing, I just wanted to share a couple of things. I, I'm with the rest of you, everybody. I'm largely, I was not one of those people who were immediately, um, you know, starting to FUD because, oh, you're leaving Polkadot, whatever. I didn't see that as that way. At the end of the day, I don't care how we get there, right? I am, and if I'm going to be a maxi on anything, I'm an interoperability maxi. And if it means that we're going to have a ZK EVM that touches the Polygon, you know, and Astar becomes in some sense sort of the connection between Polkadot and, and Polygon ZK EVM, fine. I don't care. Like at the end of the day, it's still getting teams who are building in our ecosystem out to other ecosystems. I think it's a net benefit overall. The other thing I was going to say about the marketing, and we'll probably touch on this because I do want to turn it over. I saw some hands come up. Um, I thought Michelle had raised a hand, but um, what I was going to say just really quickly is that they are starting parity is starting to realize that the lack of marketing is impacting everybody. And I will just tell you this. Um, it's, it's not just us like, and by us, I mean, sort of the, the normies, if you will, in our ecosystem, so the, you know, the, the fans, um, even heads of teams are deeply frustrated at this point with the lack of marketing on, you know, on behalf of them. So like they feel like parody is not giving them a lot of support. So that was a common theme that was being discussed. I know that in though Limo is not here, he and a couple of people had some serious talks with Peter, the CMO. So there was some ground being broken um, at Sub-Zero around this thorny complex topic. So um, there's probably going to be some news and some things changing in the, in the short term. But I just wanted to give everybody a heads up on that. You know, that's great to hear, Funky. And I think it's important, like, you know, we, we throw some respect to Natty here for throwing the, something like this space together. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, Polkadot is going to do what they're going to do, but we can take what we can into our hands to try and elevate and do more. Um, you know, like we've had uh, a few of the people here in this space here on our uh, block talk um, space. We're hosting with uh, Solid Proof there on Tuesdays. And what we're really trying to do there is, is to, you know, bring teams from Polkadot and shed some light to some ears outside of the space. You know, we hit over 5000 listeners last week. So we're hoping to double that this week and really expand. And it's doing these types of spaces that's going to help get the education and information out there. You know, um, we can't always rely on one source to really amplify. Um, what we want to put out there but community as a whole when we band together and really cross collaborate and communicate which is what we're trying to do here with sick again is um, you know our voice can get a lot stronger together and, and everyone joining these spaces again I know Funky said at the beginning but I think it's important everyone here you know you share this space out so more people can get involved with the conversation it's really important thanks Justin and I just want to welcome all the new speakers we've had some more people join the stage um, just because I don't want it to get out of hand. And again, former teacher of 20 years, please raise your hands when you guys are ready to speak so we're not talking over each other. Yeah, Michelle, go ahead. Um, let's welcome Michelle. Okay. 
Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Michele from Italy. Um, I'm ambassador of Robonomics Network and RMRK. Uh, thanks for this invite. And about marketing, I have um, an interesting topic to, to talk. And I would like to have your opinion about, um, about this. And yeah, this topic is about um, what rec the, the recent discussion um, around the using tre treasury fundings to to found projects like, for example, the Samarian. Um, I don't know your opinion about that. Um, personally, I'm quite neutral because I think that those content are great and the Kuzamarian guys deserve um, some funds to, to be able to produce that. But I also think that there are a lot of funds. And about that, um, I always thought about an idea that I want to share with all of you right now. Um, it's all about using um, some of these funds to create something truly special and informative for all the community. Um, I've been thinking about uh, putting together a mini documentary TV series that delves very deep into the world of um, Dotsama, Web3 Foundation, and all the stunning parachain project that we love. Um, imagine this uh, series being distributed on platforms like Netflix or Prime Video. Um, I think it's the kind of content that can be considered as an evergreen that can provide uh, lots of valuable insights into the world of Polkadot technology and philosophy for um, quite wide audience. Um, and yeah, I, I know um, yeah, maybe uh, someone might think uh, why invest in something like that. Um, well, uh, I have um, some interesting arguments for this idea that I would like to share with you. But first, maybe um, we, we can start discussing about this idea itself. So uh, what, what do you think about something like that? I, I mean, personally, I, I, as someone who loves film, I think it's a great idea. Um, my only question would be, even if it were sort of a deep dive documentary, um, you know, you mentioned it being evergreen. It's certainly going to capture a moment in time for our ecosystem. You know, yeah, where we are right now at this moment. Um, you know, so it, 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 I don't think it would be something that would be evergreen in the sense that like in five years, you know, or 10 years, it's going to be stuff that's, uh, you know, looks like a historical piece, if you will. I mean, I like the idea yeah. just as a, as an idea. And I'm a big fan of the Kusamarian, obviously many of us are. Um, so I don't know if I know we have some hands and I know we're going to go to Ozymandias and then um, Casper and then Alpha again. But I don't know if anybody else wanted to chime in on this before we move to Ozymandias. Yeah, Sorry, I just want to say that the idea is more like to create a, a TV series that is like, I don't know, 10 episodes and with each episode can tell a different part of this ecosystem and also um, to, to tell about the this future, this vision, this philosophy. Um, I, yeah, the idea is more about to, to tell this technology and the Polkadot vision with a very, very good storytelling. Yeah, man, that sounds great. I think, you know, when it comes to content creation, because you need to come out and if you're going to ask for funds, we've already talked about this, you know, it's been stated multiple times. The Christian Marian gets what they get because they put so much effort and hard work behind it and they have history, right? They have consistency. They've been doing it for so, so long. So if, if you're looking to come to the treasury with something, you know, release, a, I encourage you to, like, that'd be great. Like, we haven't done it because we don't have time. But 
you can go out there and do it. Just do a proposal um, after you've done a pilot. Like pitch what you're going to come and do right after you've already done it and and said like, hey, this is an example of one episode we're going to do. And then if everyone loves it, you can even ask for retroactive funding because I know that's part of the treasure as well. So if it does well and everyone loves it, then you get it. But that way you can introduce your product before just coming uh, directly to the treasury and uh, expecting to get funded for everyone to understand where you're coming from, right? So I would I would encourage you to do that, you know, create it, create the series, write it out, bring out the plan, even show that, um, and then create a pilot for it that you can show people for the treasury. And yes, one last... Yes. This is just an idea for, for now. Um, but of course, this... Um, I think that can also be done with within the collaboration of the Kusamarian. Yeah, what I, what I was going to suggest actually, Michelle, was that um, a yes, by all means, reach out to Jay and the Kusamarian, and then also the other person I was going to suggest that you talk to. Do you know Goku from um, Wag Media? He's in Chaos um, now. Not sure. He's he's a he's Turkish, but he's a documentarian as well. So like oh. he might be a great person to kind of add, just a filmmaker in general. But I think he has a, a soft spot for documentary. Um, he would be another good asset in the ecosystem to reach out to and just like ask like share these ideas because he would probably be a good sounding board for a lot of this. And he also can get you in touch with anybody at the Kusumarian too. Um, I'll DM you after if you need any help like making these connections. I will gladly help you. Like meet whoever you need to talk to. Thank you so much. Yeah, for yeah. now, it's just uh, uh, yeah. My, um, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, my intention is just to start uh, thinking about this and uh, to share this idea with all of you to just to know um, your opinion and uh, to start understanding what the community thinks about. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming up and sharing for sure. Ozymandias, you've been waiting for quite some time, and what a boss name. Go for it. <laughs> uh, hi, uh, another Turkish here, uh, and I would say I'm one of those normies uh, online, I guess. So I know you want to move on to a different topic, but I will kind of drag you back about the Oscar decision. So uh, I'm a Falco investor since 2020, and I was really caught up back in 2020 with the uh, interoperability narrative. And then what the value proposition of Polkadot is like uh, onboarding Web2 uh, companies to Web3. And then uh, I have uh, participated every single parachain uh, crowd one so far. I'm also holding a, a quite substantial amount of Aster and I'm happy to uh, watch what Aster is doing lately, and I think it's the correct move for them. But when they have announced the uh, Aster 2.0, I was actually quite uh, excited about the announcement, and then it was kind of a disappointment. The announcement is like, now it's time to uh, onboard the Web2 companies uh, to Web3 through uh, the Polygon. So it's like exact opposite of what Polkadot was promising since, since 2020. So, uh, I mean, I would like to hear what you really think about that. I mean, I understand it's the correct move for Aster, it's a smart move for Aster, but don't you think that this is kind of uh, conflicting with what Polkadot is trying to do, what Polkadot was trying to, what, what Polkadot is promising since 2020? That is a really awesome question and the way it's framed. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll see if anybody else wants to speak to this first before I, go long-winded on my answer. Anybody else want to chime in? I guess that's a no. So I will say this then. Um, and I, I don't know if we have any asked our team members in here or not at this moment, but if you guys saw it, like I alluded to this, the conversations that were happening at Sub-Zero by some of the teams who are, have been somewhat dismayed at the lack of support from Parity, the parent organization. And I understand we're in this weird place, right? Because Polkadot, we're trying to pitch ourselves as being truly a DAO first and foremost, because you know we've decentralized the tokens and everything else, and people can vote as individuals and yada yada yada. And at all times, like we have this strange relationship with Parity, where Parity basically wants to say, like, no, we do it only this way, but then at the same time wants to say, but it's on you to do it. 
like it's this weird kind of space that we're in, I think as a community and parody seeing as um, not being ineffectual. And there was a tweet that Soda himself put out there and then quickly deleted because he took this swing right at parody in that tweet, basically saying that, you know, because people were asking him, are you going to leave Polkadot? And yeah, there was a deleted tweet. I can, I, I, I'd have to find like the screenshot I saw. Yeah, I, I saw that tweet. I saw that yeah, tweet. yeah. And, and so it, it's, it I, was pretty worrying. Yeah, so I think that there is something to be said about the fact that even the very leaders at these teams are feeling some frustration with the the lack of coordinated support from Parity. Um, again, I I'm in that same kind of position. I would say at this point, out of any of the parachains, Astar is my biggest holding um, outside of Dot itself. So you know that's why I am on Thank a personal you. level very bullish on like what Soda's doing. He is just a machine. Like he's just going out there making relationships, connections, just bringing in all these big brands. And you know I think if it's anything, if there's, I can see your side of it. I can see anybody else who's like a polka dot diehard like why you'd see this as in a negative light. And I guess I do to an extent, but because I'm at the end of the day, so incredibly impressed by what the Astar team continues to do, regardless of whether or not it's on Polkadot or ZK EVM, I'm just fine with supporting them. But I think this brings up a really important point that you're addressing. Why are the team leaders starting to feel this way? And I don't want to name more names, but I know that there are others who feel the very same way that Soda did recently. Um, Casper, let's. Why don't you want, you want to chime in on this? I know you've had your hand up for a while, and I want to keep speaking. Um, and I'll, you have, might have some insight on this as well. No, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's it's a very valid point to to discuss because it's sort of well um, for for the ones who don't uh, do, who who don't know me. I was a CFO for Web Three Foundation since two thousand and nine, and then founded the Polymake Protocol. Uh, so, so now looking into actually building a parachain on uh, on Polkadot. Uh, so, I have sort of been on both sides of the fence, and uh, on 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 these uh, on these discussions. And I think it's very, a lot of it lies in the, in the interoperability uh, narrative and and how we look at do we look at at the different blockchain ecosystems as silos or are we looking at it as being who who has the best solutions for building whatever builders want want to build actually um and and i guess probably there's also some kind of narrative around now that uh with with markets being where markets are and uh and how to actually get the uh, uh and how to get access to to users of figuring out where where is the users actually what what ecosystems are doing well for 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 the user acquisition, what ecosystems are doing well on the on the technology side, and I think Polkadot has always been probably the strongest, and I think still recognized definitely as as the strongest ecosystem on the technological side. But I think as uh, as evident to what everybody is has been alluding to already in this in this space as well is like when we're talking about uh, about about marketing for. Uh, for for sort of the general community has probably not been the most vocal on the, on on that side, uh, and probably only natural that you see a lot of teams are looking at of how do you leverage the fact that we can build really really cool things on on Polkadot, but also looking at if users are elsewhere, how do you actually onboard those users as well, um, and 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 looking at how to integrate with other ecosystem is probably not a a bad thing if they come with the right um, with, with the right trade-offs for, for for what you're building, because in the end, I think we should look at it much more of, of what we want to get out there. So it's like we're all selling a product, selling thing that that someone else wants to use. So how do we make something that's very easy for for the users to to use? And I think Polkadot has a lot of things to do there. But then also we have to uh, be cognizant of the fact that a lot of users are in other ecosystems as well. And how do we make it easy for them to actually understand the value proposition of uh, of Polkadot? Uh, I think one of the, and unfortunately I wasn't a sub-zero, so I'm not necessarily sure what the latest thing is. And someone here might actually know more than 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 me. But like 
the whole uh, snow fork and and the Ethereum bridge is is I think we are, we are getting there and sort of getting to the place where it actually is. And I think having those possibilities to reach out into the other ecosystem so we can build exactly what we want on on Polkadot and 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 really build build deep technical solutions, but also have the possibility of actually onboarding users that might come from different ecosystems. I think there you have something where you can actually basically get the best of both worlds. That, that that was very well said, Casper. Thank you for sharing that insight. And I forgot about your your legacy um, from being at Web3 Foundation. And that's another thing too that I hear a lot about is that Web3 Foundation parity, though they are in some sense connected in one way that the like is a different kind of, I guess, culture or vibe among Web3 Foundation compared to parity. Uh, at least that's what I've heard. Yeah, well, it's two it's two separate organizations as always and has always been that where you can say Parity is like the main contributor to to, to Polkadot and has has always been there where where obviously uh, uh, Web three was more directly involved, especially sort of in the uh, in 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 the whole launch of uh, of Polkadot, what was going on there. So uh, so yeah, there are. I think it's uh, they. they both organizations have different roles to uh, roles to play in uh, in in, uh, in the ecosystem. Well, thank you again for sharing such a unique insight. And to to answer your question too, a little bit about Sub Zero and kind of go back to that. Um, you know, one of the things that I appreciated was just seeing some of the more like I was shocked by how much I actually understood. And I don't know if it's just because I've been in the ecosystem for so long because I'm not a, a very technical person. But like Rob's talk on sort of the where they're going with this whole core time thing was really interesting. Um, and there were a lot of great slides that he showed. They were very basic. You know, they basically said they had come to a place where they developed some broad cat like general or generalized categories that they're going to start sort of building out this core time thesis with. And um, so that was sort of the big advancement that was mentioned at Sub Zero. And then they had all these other little um you know starter spaces builder spaces that people could go to and you know something that jessica had said and i was wanted to reiterate for the people who are here and i think this is very true too you know no, despite whatever kinds of challenges that may exist in our ecosystem right if we're just talking about polka dot in general across doesn't matter what team whatever like whether it's the lack of marketing or whatever it is that people are frustrated by I think one of the things that was a standout that Jessica said, and I remember like it really just stuck out to me that she noticed how basically everybody's nice, right? Like people are friendly, collaborative, congenial. And I think that's a testament to the kind of people that we draw into our ecosystem, right? People are very collaborative, wanting to work together, wanting to just, you know, fulfill some shared aim. And this is one of the things I love about being in this ecosystem is that we can get people to come together, talk about these challenges, and find out a productive way to move forward. Casper. No, I just very, very much want to reiterate the fact that I think really what, what makes Polkadot very, very special is that we each of the community members, builders, projects is like a part of the larger ecosystem, and everybody gets something out of actually working together. Uh, so I think comparing to comparing to a lot of other ecosystem where everybody's sort of competing against everybody then i think what uh, what what we do in, in in polkadot is basically making each other bigger and i think the the fact that just we can complain a lot about marketing and what's being done and what's not being done but it's always it's also really great to actually see that people are taking things in their own hands and figuring out of well if it's not being done by whoever we expect it then at least we can do something ourselves and I think that's the, that's sort of really of like uh, the power of actually having a a, a really strong community between both the uh, bo both uh, the the users and the project and the uh, and and the community of actually uh, actually delivering that. So I think there, I think we can probably make something that has even more impact than what Parity can do on their own, because what we can do together with Parity as well would uh, would probably be uh, be a lot more impactful than uh, than what they can do on their own. So I think it's just yeah, continuing interacting with them and figuring out how do we do the best thing for getting the biggest impact. It's funny that you say that because that brought me right back to a conversation I was having with Rob. And 
Rob was talking to Tommy and I, and I think this is right around the moment that I introduced Jessica to Rob Havemeyer for I'm assuming everybody else knows. But I, I was, he was saying, we're in this interesting place in our growth, you know, as an ecosystem where it, he said, it, it's, it's like everybody wants to sit at a round table, but we're still treating parity as the head of the round table. And, but needing to realize that everybody else at the round table is just as important as parity. And that's kind of what he was getting at with his whole ecosystem agent phrase that he started saying back at ETH Denver that certainly Lucky Friday immediately, like we all just glommed onto that, that, that phrase. Cause I think it's powerful and, it, and it's, it's empowering too, right. To tell people who, anybody who's in this room, anybody who's in this space right now, who's listening, who's part of this ecosystem can be a positive change in some small way, but it's, it's about that emergence, right? It's about how we're all greater. The, the sum is greater than the, 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 what I'm losing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my point being is that there's, I think, to your point, Casper, the more people get involved, the more people show up in spaces like this, more people who dig in, help teams, get jobs. It's only going to make us that much stronger in, in the long run. Uh, we do have a few people up here who just came up and still haven't said anything. So I don't know if you guys want to chime in. Welcome. Um, I, I think it's XBO. And then we can. Jay, Crypto Krill, you're here. If you guys want to chime in, just feel ahead, raise your hand and uh, share anything that's on your mind. You go ahead, but we can't. Or whoever, whoever wants to be first. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hello. Amazing. Hi, everyone. As you can see, I finally made it. You made it. You made it. <laughs> I was traveling back, so I'm finally home. So I'm glad to be here. I, I didn't miss a second, actually, so I'm glad about it. Uh, well, um, not sure if uh, Michele is still online. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Italian. Okay. All right. I'm Italian too. So I, I wish you the best of luck for the for, for the upcoming project. You know, being Italian, I know how uh, inspired we are with the direction of uh, of documentary and movies. So I truly wish you the best. On the other hand, I know Thanks that so you much. spend out. You're welcome. Uh, on the other hand, I know you spend also kind of word about the do Kuzama. And so, obviously, I I felt that you actually realize uh, how how valuable their contents are. Um, in terms of funds, uh, I just would like to to spend some word uh, in favor favor of the Kuzumarian because even though it looks like uh, it can be too much, but trust me, I am a fan of them. So I I literally stalking them i'm not following them i'm stalking them you know everything on discord uh, on twitter everywhere and the effort that the guys are spending uh in order to bring values to the ecosystem it's it's really invaluable and um funky it's a it's always a stick to them with them close with them so I think we need more people like them, actually, you know, because um, uh, obviously I take advantage of talking about them, not to be against you, Michele, don't get me wrong, but really because sometimes I see, I perceive a bad energy be behind them, you know, and uh, to be honest, if today I'm here joining the space, uh, applying and trying to be ambassador, it's really thanks to them. Honestly, their content uh, are, are very valuable and uh, I'm spending most of my free time really to, to watch they hold videos, even uh, one year old uh, or, uh, you know, like uh, sometime like uh, even about six months ago. I really think that the quality of content they are uh, uh, making, it's invaluable. And uh, on the top, I really don't see anybody at the moment that, are able to engaging a, a, a person like you know let's let's remember that they they managed to 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 have a, um, to interview Gavin Wood they they are managing to have the the you know like like sort of uh, from uh, Astar you know the 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 biggest name of the ecosystem they are always and first under the the let's say the hands of the the Kuzamarian so. This is very important to know, and I wish you the best uh, to for the documentary, and I wish you all going to be inspired 
by what Jay and Kuzamarian does because honestly, I really love how they work. And once again, if today I'm here, it's primarily because of them. And well, thank you so much for giving me the time always to express myself. I, I just want to, to clarify. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can yeah, hear you. Yeah, Go ahead. We, okay. we do. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I just want to clarify that I'm not against the Kuzamarian or against their proposal. I think they deserve all the funds, all the support. I am also a big fan of their work. Uh, my idea is just um, about the hypothesis that with that same amount of funds can be done something totally different and that maybe can I, I don't know I don't know what can happen if uh, if we work to create a documentary like that but I think that is something that never happened before in the crypto space that a treasury uses their funds to create a documentary about his entire ecosystem uh, yes this is just uh, my my vision if, that I, if I, I I made sorry, so, sorry I I, uh, uh, I do the math and I said oh with that same amount of funds we can create the the documentary series this is just um, the idea uh, not against the um, the Mariam that I I really uh, like and appreciate and support their work. Um, I just would like to reply quickly, you know, because on the other hand, you know, luckily the treasury is a, it's quite large. You know, we don't have to deduct from the Kuzamarian to, to fund eventually any sort of new project. That was my point. And as Alpha said, you know, obviously receiving a sort of, a, sorry for my, for my words, a sample of your work that would probably be helpful for everybody in the community to see the quality of work, you know, because obviously, you know, requesting funds but not knowing the, the quality of the work obviously could in a way make everybody be like, well, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a bit like, you know, spaced out. So obviously Alpha, as Alpha suggested, the best way is to, first of all, you know, see the quality of the work, you know, and, and then eventually, you know, support uh, su support your project as well but what did, what i wanted to say you know i don't like to mention other episodes you know but i think the best way is really to focus on what you want to do without mentioning any other and if it works obviously you know i think there is a space in the room for 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 many of us if we want to do something so this is all all i wanted to say but i think we clarified so and once again uh, i wish you the best of luck well, thank you guys for chiming in. Um, I, we, we are coming up on our one hour. We have seven minutes left. I know that Natty had some giveaways, I think. So I don't know if there was any specific things that people had to do. Do you want to remind them, Natty? Uh, so I just want also to encourage Michelle. I think it was a great idea. And we can all agree that Kusamarin is set, set the bar very high. But I also believe that every other creator also has right to show themselves and has some support maybe lesser support but still can be supported and i feel like you should start from something maybe start doing some content uh, make your first video and see how it goes you should earn your reputation first and then when people get to know you maybe you can ask for i don't know this treasury proposal whatever right um, but first you need to show who you are what you are and how much engagement it gets um, but I completely support you because everyone has different style, everyone has different preferences, and maybe you will find your own audience. So please, I encourage you to do so. Um, and I, I think I have Xbio. He's still here. He, he didn't speak, so I want to give him a couple minutes to speak. He's a very active member of my Polkadot Babe server. He's not a babe, but he's very active. Um, so how, why don't you say hi to his channel? Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, I actually jumped up because you guys were talking about Sub-Zero, uh, which I also had the opportunity to attend. Um, I can agree with some of the things that were mentioned there, but in other hands, um, I, I actually have a different perspective since I came from Sub-Zero. 
and it's quite good um actually um i don't think that the team starts to realize that something needs to be done i think projects start to consider uh moving just not for the tech aspect and start to consider much more the user experience and one other thing that was mentioned here was how Polkadot was so connected in terms of development. Well, I honestly have to disagree. Uh, maybe it's my personal experience, um, but I, I do think that is changing now for, for exactly that, that perspective. Meaning like, I do think that more teams are coming up together the marketing teams are, are starting to be more cohesive and more collaborative. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, to give that heads up since I was part of the Sub-Zero. I'm not sure if I had the opportunity to meet any of you guys there, but if I did, hi. Do you work for Parity by any chance? No, not at all. Um, okay. Let's... <laughs> the, the only reason I ask this is because I met a dev at a party and I never caught his name. So that I was like, maybe it's him. <laughs> but no, but thank you for coming up and sharing it, your your perspective. That's that's awesome that you're at Sub Zero and that our paths cross, even if we didn't meet. Always happy to to meet a, a fellow Polkadot uh, ecosystem friend. I thought you were asking him because he thought he's a spy. I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> no, that's, a, no. that's a very awkward silence. <laughs> he just listened how we flooded everything. He's like, um, are you from Parity? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm not, I don't want. I, listen, okay, okay, okay. Listen, we have we have three minutes. We have three minutes, and I okay, do not okay. want anyone to take away like that. I was fudding because, like I said, <laughs> I mean, like, do we have some challenges? Yes, absolutely. Like, what you could think of it, like you could frame it like a family. What family doesn't have challenges, right? But at the end of the day, it was still a very positive experience. I got to like meet Jessica, hang out with her. We get to see Will, our our CTO. We get to interface with a lot of people that you know from other teams. I hadn't even met. I met Limo for the first time in my life. You you don't even know like like we just hugged each other like every time like we either met or or were leaving each other. It was it was crazy. Um, so it was really good. Like the whole experience overall was good, except for my bum hip and the crazy stuff that I was going through physically. But like I don't want anybody to think that I was like trying to be a naysayer. I'm always going to have a very positive kind of outlook. So, Ozymandias, you got a hand? Go. Yeah, sometimes it's good to be a naysayer. I mean, it's great that the leaders in the ecosystem is recognizing the problems because I work in the different geographies, like Asia, Europe, and currently I'm living and working in Europe. And I can say that, yes, in Europe, the collaboration is good. Everyone is helping each other. We can gather around the campfire, hold hands, sing Kumbaya, but the way of doing business in Asia is different. So, I mean, it's important that the leaders in the ecosystem is recognizing the problem because if you are trying to support the an Asian business which wants so I want this development now and I need it now I mean if you are I know in for example in Sweden we are having like one month of vacation so you can't support uh, an Asian business in this way of way of working so it's important to recognize these differences by the way, I, I just also want to add up that I'm, I also didn't want to fight, and that's literally the first words that I would start any conversation with either the Parity Lisbon guys or even the any popular team. It's just like, I'm not here to food, but we need to talk about this. <laughs> so that's why I understand so much like what you were saying on terms of issues, but like, I think the the availability to fix things were there and that there were already some things in course that maybe some people are not aware uh heroes academy and all of that stuff that is going up it's quite recent and that's already an intention right so no, yeah. obviously, guys, well I'm just said. joking. I know we're all here just have a, a constructive conversation. We're trying to find solutions to the problems. But, you know, I'm just joking. It's just me. Um, but thanks, everyone, for coming. I'm really, like, honored that 
Casper came today, like from the Web3 Foundation. Um, it was a big surprise. Thank you so much. And everyone who came, I, I'm happy to see new faces every day, which you're not shy and you're speaking up. That's what we need. Honestly, just think about it. We have like a huge organization. We have 50 parachains, so many brilliant people. We could just all sit down, brainstorm and make like a biggest cool dab out there and just show something to to the world and say hey this is what we made like why don't we do it like honestly we have so many new 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 talents coming in blockchain academy every week why can't we just all collaborate and think about it all together um but anyways i think dustin wanted to to wrap finish finish this i saved all all my sentiment and two cents for the end so be prepared oh store network dustin lee bustin ba let's go let's go uh, first and foremost props to natty the baddie she's a polka dot babe a polka dot daddy uh welcome to the dot spot uh welcome to the dot spot here's my two cents on the sentiment as star wins when star tail takes flight they are building for all of us, so don't lose sight. These stores on the forefront, building our Askar top project and incubation we pushed far. I've been here since 2018. Polka Dot was barely on the scene. Substrate chains building outside have made a big stride. You might not see it, but it's all about the financial side. Let's be real, no cap. Most people care less about the tech than the market cap. So let's make the deep technical solutions we're all, we can all work towards. Parity is building huge tech clarity with future in mind with sincerity. So it's up to us to share the word like flocks like a bird. Speak the gospel of the tech we choose. We're all winning when we refuse to lose. Module, account structures, pallets, we're all the same. We're building on the future in the same lane. We're all the level spitting rust on this instrumental changing language, how we present the tech. Elevating Web 2 on what's next. We at D-Store work on language where NFTs can be hybrid, dynamic, digital twin, multi-resource, essentially a digital receipt. Taking what we learn in the space and what we echo all the time. Communities king, let's build for the future so we can all shine. So peep the game, come see us tomorrow at 3 p.m. With solid proof and CIK, Kusama Hoodie's proposal coming soon. So tell the room, dope to all the C to C speakers, Natty, Funky, Crypto Krill, Sick, Web3, Casper, Jessica, Alpha, We Can, x by Osmandis, and Michelle. We're all building for the community. We're nonstop. So come through next time to the dot spot. I'm out. Thank you so much. We finish, we're always going to finish with a bank. Let's see uh -huh. how, how talented we are. And so, as I as I said, um, I'm going to sell my secret code. The code is Natty. So, guys, go shopping. Good luck. First three people going to snatch the nice T-shirt from Lisbon, from Coda.shop. Uh, the link is in the comments, by the way. So, guys, go ahead. And, and please... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say real quick, because if you didn't catch it in Dustin's rap, he was talking about that space tomorrow. So Block Talk is going to have Kusumarian, Zeitgeist, Lucky Friday. You know, there's, there's people, D-Store is going to be there. So that's going to be at 11 a.m. EST, 3 p.m. UTC. So come show up for that talk, too. Let's, let's, be, let's represent. All right. Thank you so much. And see you in two weeks, guys. Bye-bye. There's this principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the third app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web 3. That's why they can't fly. They just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some drop powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up the bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code. And now it's mutiny, community uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking Westside shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory, Yam, Beto and Bruce Reppin' psychedelic artistry, believe in the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue?
Yeah, fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, the shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit coin Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.